Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce Christian Alboris, running for Alder from District 20. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder. Well, Louise, thank you very much for your time in facilitating this conversation. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you to the Madison City Channel staff, as well as the League of Women Voters. Um, in terms of my formal education, I was very fortunate to attend uh, one of the UW institutions, UW Whitewater, where I received my bachelor's in business administration, and then went on to go to grad school where I was a fellow in the Advanced Opportunity Program, where I received my master's of business administration. Um, my wife and I and our family uh, very blessed homeowners in the Meadowood neighborhood within District 20. Um, you know, my wife's parents actually built their home in the late 80s within Meadowood. Uh, they were the first family to actually build their home in the cul-de-sac in which they live in. And so it's very nice that we still have them at a short distance. Uh, my uh, wife grew up in the, in the district, obviously, with her parents and her older brother. Um, she actually attended Hego Elementary, where our daughter currently goes now. So it's nice during parent-teacher conference, we go in there and uh, we get to see some of the same educators that impacted her learning experience, impacting our daughters as well. And just a quick funny story, this morning we uh, dropped her off, and uh, the substitute teacher that was uh, teaching her class today was actually uh, my wife's third grade teacher. Um, but um, <clears throat> I've been a part of the Meadowood Neighborhood Association and serving on the board, and have been able to create organic relationships with uh, many of the neighbors within, within Meadowood in that, in that capacity, within Green Tree, as well as uh, Prairie Hills, neighborhood as well. Um, served on the, on the Madison Police Department Policy and Procedure Review Ad Hoc Committee and um, through that experience learned um, how important city committees are in shaping public policy on complex issues, um, which was one of the reasons that it drove me to actually want to run is to be a part of the larger conversation and decision-making process on the council. Um, I've also been fortunate to serve on the Dane County Cultural Affairs and Arts Commission and a board member of the Latino Chamber of Commerce of Dane County um, where we support local entrepreneurship and uh, continue to make our region um, thriving uh, with economic development. Um, so I plan to take all these experiences um, at the neighborhood level, the city level, and the county level, and uh, serve the District 20 residents very well through that. Madison's efforts to address chronic homelessness have appeared to fall short, especially with regard to providing sufficient support systems for a housing first approach. What ideas do you have that might create greater success for projects such as the one at Tree Lane? Yeah, um, great question. Um, as you mentioned, uh, you know, it's very important that we provide stable housing for individuals um, to provide stability throughout their, you know, just to give them general stability within their, within their life. And I think that uh, projects like Tree Lane do show that it's very important that we make investments like that, but we need to make sure that um, when we make those investments that we're uh, allowing up. Uh, you know, the, the local neighborhoods to be a part of that process, ensuring that we're providing sort of the wraparound services and programming that individuals may need when they, when they get into those, those housing units, whether it be transportation, employment um, services, childcare services, et cetera, making sure that when we're making that investment um, that we're being very mindful of the potential programming and resources that may need to actually go into that um, to help those projects be more successful. The Madison Police Department has been faulted for not having appropriate policies and training around de-escalation and use of force, especially with regard to people of color. What is your perspective on whether any changes are needed in ways Madison police operate in our community? Yeah, uh, thank you very much uh, for bringing up that question. 
I first just want to take an opportunity to, to thank the, the, the law enforcement professionals that we have within the city. Um, they have a very tough job, and their job is to, to protect and serve, and so I want to thank them for their efforts and the, the sacrifice that they do uh, within that role. Um, however, I do know that uh, the, the, the ad hoc committee at this time is making recommendations, and uh, some of the recommendations that we're making are to, you know, how can we, how can the police uh, do their job and enhance in an enhanced effort uh, that, that brings de-escalation tactics? Um, you know, providing, you know, doing a little, you know, doing more to enhance uh, community relations with the public. Um, you know, other things are, you know, how do they approach, uh, you know, building on how they approach, uh, you know, mental health crisis situations to ensure that those situations have good outcomes and those folks are able to get the help that they need um, from those interactions. And so, uh, yeah, thank you. There is a perception that Madison's story is a tale of two cities, one in which people of color are less likely to experience success. What can be done to ensure that Madison is a community in which all people can thrive? Yeah, um, you know, great question. Uh, I think that the Race to Equity report uh, showed the fact that there's uh, disparity gaps, achievement gaps, um, health equity gaps, um, you know, all across the city. And so I think it's incumbent upon uh, city leadership to, to make uh, tough decisions moving forward to, to bridge those gaps because we don't want to be a tale of two cities. And the, the folks that I'm talking to uh, within District 20 um, and, you know, just to... The general, you know, Madison in general, I, I feel as if though um, doesn't want to have that tale of two cities um, be what defines them. And so how can we do a better job of ensuring that uh, the folks who, who do have these gaps, um, how are we better engaging them through employment opportunities, um, workforce training, um, utilizing uh, programs that are out there like Big Step and helping folks who um, – are living in poverty to give them those job opportunities within the trades. Um, so I plan to, if elected, to, to build coalitions uh, with the county, build coalitions with uh, the private sector, build coalitions with other members of the Common Council um, to address this very needed um, issue and move the needle forward to, to help those uh, sort of equity gaps that we have um, to be diminished. And hopefully that will be a thing of the past and that um, we will do a better job at that. What issue have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district, and how would you approach tackling it? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, as I've been knocking on doors and meeting the neighbors and residents uh, within District 20, um, there's been, you know, a number of issues that have come to the top, but uh, one of the main ones that, you know, residents have shared concern and frustration about is, is public safety um, as it pertains to home break-ins that have happened um, within the area, uh, cars being stolen and uh, things of that nature and that they feel as if though um, at times the neighborhood isn't the same that it used to be. And so what can we do um, to to make the neighborhood safer, to promote safe neighborhoods is going to be really, really important for that next alder in District 20. And um, my approach is going to be um, working hand-in-hand -hand with, with local law enforcement uh, to ensure that they have the resources and tools that they need to do their job to, pr to promote safe neighborhoods. Um, and that can look like a number of different things. Maybe it looks like um, hiring more officers. Maybe it's um, enhanced training. Maybe it's new initiatives. Um, but it's also important that that new alder understands that uh, law enforcement and the criminal justice system isn't the only answer. 
uh, for that. We need to move beyond just that. It's an important aspect of addressing this public safety need that we have within District 20, but also looking at the other side of the equation and ensuring that um, we're addressing some of those root causes, uh, whether it's poverty or unemployment, as well as um, ensuring that uh, we're building, again, that, that police and community relation to enhance that communication as we know that that can actually promote public safety as well. The relationship between the council and the mayor appears at times contentious. Is this a problem? And if so, how would you improve the relationship? Yeah, great question. Um, I think it's important that as we're, you know, the, the council has a number of uh, big issues that it has to, you know, solve and it has to, you know, come to consensus on. And so with my candidacy, I plan to, to bridge, bridge any sort of, uh, you know, divisions that may be there. Uh, so my candidacy would be to work with all those alders and work with whoever that mayor may be um, to ensure that um, we're working hard together for, for these complex problems and issues, ensuring that we're building consensus and that we're not letting uh, some of those other divisions that may be in play um, impeding us to move forward and progressing as a city. What changes, if any, should be made in how the city approaches major projects such as Judge Doyle Square and the public market? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad that uh, you know that that project is look, seems to be you know the city um, has sort of took back the the scope of of, of what they're going to do. So what I'm hoping is that uh, you know we find a developer that will um, be able to get that job done um, and sort of increase the tax base from that from that project, um, help sort of improve um, the downtown setting from that. I just think it's important that uh, we go into those, uh, you know, relationships with those developers uh, as as uh, transparent as possible and ensuring that those projects get done when uh, we get those commitments. What council committees do you want to serve on and why? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, the one committee that, that comes to mind right away is the education committee. Um, I feel that this committee is, is really, really important. There's a lot of key stakeholders uh, at the table within that committee. Um, you know, members of the, you know, there's a, a representative from the Common Council, uh, the school board, uh, the MPD, as well as, uh, you know, folks from the, from the superintendent's office. And so I could, I would like to see a rejuvenation of that committee. Um, and, uh, I, I would love to come in and, and, have synergy with uh, all those key stakeholders that are at the table because um, each of us uh, plays a big role in, um, in moving our city forward. So the education committee is one where I think that I can uh, play a key role and I would love to be appointed to that one or what, put, on that, put on that committee, I should say. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for, for hosting uh, this forum. Uh, what I'd like to say to the viewers is that um, with my candidacy, you're going to get a candidate who, who's engaged, who's been engaged at the neighborhood level, who's been engaged at the city level, and who's been engaged at the county level, and uh, has taken an action-oriented approach um, to some complex issues that we've had in the past, and uh, plan to do that moving forward. Um, you'll also get somebody who's a bridge builder and a consensus builder that looks to create ties and create strong relationships with other members of the Common Council, um, with members of the district, um, 
and key city stakeholders and leaders, um, as that's what's going to need. That's what that's what we're going to need um, from city leadership moving forward as we face some of these big issues. Um, not only facing District 20, but the city as well. And I also think it's important that an alder is a good listener. And so that's something that I'll bring to the table. Um, no one person has all the answers, so it's important that we listen to many different viewpoints and many different perspectives um, as we go into making decisions. Um, so that's what I plan to bring to the table. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for, for your time today. I want to thank Christian Alburis for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please vote in this and every election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.